0: Hi friends and welcome to Live Life Well, the podcast. Our mission is to empower millennials to thrive and not just survive so that they can live a life full of purpose, joy and delight. My name is Amy and I'll be sharing the life-giving practices and lessons I've learned on this journey of failing forward. We'll be talking about how to balance your career, business and passions while maintaining your physical, mental and spiritual health. I'm dedicated to sharing from a place of authenticity, and I'm going to give you VIP access to my conversations with wise mentors and guests. My hope is that by the end of each of these episodes, you'll have something you can apply to your life so that you can live it well. I hope this also just feels like we're sitting across from each other in a cafe over a nice cup of coffee or your favorite beverage and having a chat like old friends. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started hello and welcome to part two of our bonus episode of how to start your own podcast so hopefully you've listened to part one already where we covered the all the things you need to do before you even press record on your podcast and just as a recap the first thing was to get clear on your why and who your audience is. The second thing is to get clear on the style in which you wanted to have your episode. So this is like, do you want to do a solo episode, have a co-host, have interviews? Is it going to be conversational or is it going to be quick and snappy, that kind of thing? Or the, um, yeah, and or like, are you going to do a mix of the two? The third thing was planning and I kind of just shared my tips on what to plan or how to plan and then also to have some flexibility around your plan as well so that you can go with the flow, you can go with what your audience is wanting to hear more of, which is kind of why we're here for this bonus episode because I was getting a few questions here and there around like how I started the podcast or people were getting really intimidated around like how do we actually do this? And I must say, if you haven't heard already in my previous episodes, I had a lot of fears around starting my own podcast. And so that's why I had to, you know, I actually asked someone about how to start a podcast. And so a lot of the things that I am sharing are things that she has shared with me. So shout out to Sherry of, uh, behind the Brainy Box, um, who helped me out. And she's from my She Mentors community. And she had already started her podcast. I booked in a mentor hour with her, just picked a brain for an hour. And that was just, yeah, so good. And it gave me a lot more confidence in actually taking the leap and doing, putting my aspirations um, or turning my aspirations (laughs) into uh, reality. So thank you, Sherry, for that now i am going to share this next part which is about the tech and so the first question that a lot of people ask is like what do i need to start a podcast and this part of the this part of our bonus episode could really just be titled how to start a podcast with nothing more than your phone or your laptop because really that's all you need to get a podcast going So when I started, I literally had my iPhone, I had my headphones that came with the iPhone and I plugged it in and uh, went on this particular app, which I'll talk about in a second. And the, um, the whole episode just got recorded on my phone and then uploaded and then that was it. So you don't actually need a lot of tech. You don't need to spend extra money if you already have a laptop that has a microphone. And if you're wanting to film it, obviously like you have, um, your video cam as well. Um, but yeah, you don't need a lot of tech, so don't get bogged down in the tech, but in terms of the actual, um, platform you could say of where you upload your podcast for me, Again, because I was very intimidated myself when I first um, wanted to start a podcast, I just went for the easy option, which is Anchor. I think that's the best way. If you're not wanting to, if you're just kind of dabbling in podcasting, not sure if you're going to take it um, further in the long term, then Anchor is a really good place to start because it's free. We all like free stuff. <laughs> um And it also helps you broadcast all to all the different places that you could listen to a podcast. So it will send after you've like pressed publish, then it will send it to Apple Podcasts, it'll send it to Spotify, it will send it to Castbox, all these different things. And yeah, it's very, very easy to use. It's very user-friendly. And the only thing I will note is that it may take up to about 10 days to actually get it on to Apple Podcasts because I think Apple just takes a while for them to approve podcasts probably because there's a lot of people who listen to podcasts there and so they might have a level of like scrutiny around what they let on uh, what they let get published on their platform so what I did to kind of Make sure that by the time I was ready to record episode uh, release episode one was that I would say yeah like months ahead. I recorded a trailer for my podcast and then Published that and I didn't tell anyone about it really. I just put it out there um, So that it would meant it meant that I didn't have to worry about wait time after Um, when I was at a point that I was ready to release episode one because yeah so once I was ready to upload episode one my podcast had already been broadcasted and put out onto all these different platforms so that once that's done and once like Apple's has approved your first like trailer episode then it's like within less than 24 hours that when you're press publish your episode will just go live to all these different platforms so that's just kind of like a little side note here and what I found was helpful because I think that when I saw a few other people who had started their podcast they would often get really frantic because they're like oh no like why is it that Apple's just taking forever to approve my podcast and you know it's just the nature of the thing so you know that's a way in which you can kind of sidestep that problem now in terms of like recording the podcast, like I mentioned, I was just recording through my phone and then the um, I, I was not actually recording any video with it, but because I have recently subscribed to Zoom and have the full, I think like, like the paid version of Zoom, I decided that I'm just gonna record the video um, content so that I can potentially repurpose this into a YouTube channel in the future. So that's just how I've decided to do it. And it means that when I record it on Zoom, usually you can, it will convert the file and it'll come up with a video file and it'll also come up with just a pure audio file. And so the audio file is the one that you can then drag and drop literally into Anchor. And you can also trim the episode within Anchor as well. And you can also, um, they have some small music clips that you can use for your introductions or anything like that that can, you can also use as part of the Anchor product. So I found that it was just really easy um, to use. I think I've said that multiple times now, but it just meant that I didn't have to think too much about it and as someone who's not very technologically advanced and like I said, the tech side of things was that massive barrier for me. I just like, no, nah, I'll just remove that and just focus on that. So since starting um, the podcast, I decided to actually get a mic, which is what you're I am using right now. It's called the Rode NT-USB Mic and it costs about 150 bucks. And so it's not cheap, but if you're wanting to improve the sound quality of your podcast, you can use that. But having said that, if you listen to my very first episode and even the introduction, that was all just done on my iPhone, and the quality is pretty, is still pretty good. The reason why I decided to go with the mic was in part because I was recording some audio for my church, um, some backing vocals, so I was like, "Oh, I think the quality of that should probably be better if I can help it um, so that 's why I decided to just invest. And then I can, the, the subsequent consequence, of course, is that I can use this mic now for the podcast. So for those who are watching via video, I'm going to move my, my mic up so you can see what it looks like. Okay, so it's actually pretty small. Um, literally just plugs into the laptop that I'm using. And then I got some really cheap headphones. <laughs> they are literally falling apart and they don't fit my head very well, um, but they do the job at this point in time. I will properly invest in a, a, a pair of good headphones because even I think I, for kids, I think my head's actually too big for it. But like I said, just does the job for right now. Um, I have asked for some you know, suggestions for headphones, which um, I may put in the little document that I'm going to put together to go with this episode. And yeah, so those are suggestions. They're not things that I've bought myself. Like I said, I haven't bought a a pair of headphones just for the use of um, podcasting, but those were the ones that came recommended. Now, in terms of other type of tech that I've heard people use, some people have used GarageBand to um, kind of trim and edit their uh, their podcast episodes I personally haven't yet because like I said I'm just trying to find the easiest way in and not I, I just don't have a lot of time on my hands and at this point in time I'm just wanting to keep it all in-house and just do it myself so I haven't used GarageBand but I hear that's the place that you can yeah you know kind of chop and change epi- uh, chop bits and pieces of your episode potentially and add in other types of music those kind of things There have been other platforms that I've been told are paid platforms. So besides using Anchor, which is a free platform that you can potentially use SoundCloud. Um, There's a paid version, but I've been told that um, SoundCloud doesn't use links in their show notes on podcasting apps. So then that's a bit challenging. Um, There's Libsyn, um, which again, I haven't used, but someone has highly recommended and there's Buzzsprout. So investigate have a look what works and whether or not consider whether or not you're going to be doing podcasting in the long term and whether or not you want to actually use those platforms now um one of the questions that had come from Pooven um, that i'd mentioned in part one was around pros and cons of recording a podcast versus recording a youtube video um, for me, I think I mentioned this earlier as well. You just need to know your audience and also what type of content um, you are putting out, like whether that you're, the type of content you're putting out there is gonna be consumed in the way that you think. Hope that makes sense. So what I'm trying to say is that um, if you, for example, board game reviews. Okay, I'll use this really um, present example. So my husband, I like to play board games, mainly him. He enjoys it more than I do, but, you know, I do it because I love him and I do enjoy them as well. But it would be really hard to um, learn how to play a board game if it was just all audio because a lot of it is visual. So we watch YouTube videos to learn how to play certain board games um, or watch tutorials, whereas things like... Um, learning about a particular topic um, say around like six dimensions of health they don't necessarily need to have something visual for them to understand what you're trying like the message you're trying to convey so that's why i thought um, podcasting would be a good way to start the other thing about like for me because i my audience are other people like myself, millennials, who are often time poor, so may not necessarily have the time to sit down and watch a video, but they could very easily have access to your podcast, um, like Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And for me, I just found that that was the best way for me to consume content. Um, I could multitask that way. Like, I didn't have to, like, watch someone um <clears throat> I could be listening to a podcast while I'm cooking dinner or like on the train, those kind of things so um that's the reason why I decided to go down the podcasting route so I don't think it's there's um, there's no right or wrong way as in choosing whether to do the video stuff or choosing whether to do the podcast stuff. It really just depends on what you're after and you know whether or not you Feel your audience is going to be there and um, appreciate, I guess, the work that you're going to be putting into it. So, another question that came up was about monetizing the podcast. So, I have um, thought about this, I haven't actually actioned anything yet. But what you can do in relation to monetizing your podcast would be um, getting sponsors, so, asking having the option for people to sponsor an episode. So you could say like, you know, um, if you if you would like to have like a space on my episode where I talk about your brand, then you know, it'll be X amount of dollars or something like that. And I think you only really get to a point uh where that might generate some decent income is like I think when you've actually built your audience. But there's no harm in trying and actually giving people the option to do that because sometimes there are really um good brands that you align yourself to and like maybe you're already using their product and it might be a good way for them to kind of reach other people like yourself who use their product. All right, so there's that. Um, The second thing about monetizing and something that I am thinking about is something called Patreon and it's a website uh, or platform where you can support artists or creatives in their creative pursuits their projects and so one of the ways in that I've seen other people do it is that you create a Patreon account and then you can ask people to actually sponsor you that way and then you can give them extra content like bonus episodes or whatever it is within um, as a gift or as a thank you for actually um, sponsoring you for doing your craft and for doing your art whatever it is. So that is one thing that I am thinking about but I think for the time being because it's a passion project and I just want to see how it's going to go I haven't gone down that route yet but you know maybe in a few episodes time who knows and yeah so that's that <laughs> final question and I think this is really <clears throat> I kind of covered this in the first part but I think um in terms of long-term thinking it's important to actually have a place where people can connect with you further after the podcast so this is really just reiterating on what I said before but I guess one of the things that I would have loved to have been able to do which I can't currently do at the moment is to actually have a Facebook group that is kind of like the the connection point from after the podcast like people could then go to the group and then start talking more about those particular topics. Now, it was um, maybe that will happen one day, but for now, again, understanding your capacities and is important. And the this podcast itself is all about thriving and not just surviving. So I know that if I start this Facebook group, it will just add another extra thing that I have to do that I feel that I do not actually have the capacity to do right now. So Learning learning to say no to things, even if they're a good idea, is just like another little thing to add on into this particular space as, <laughs> as well. So, sorry, I had to cough there. So just going back to that thing about the Facebook group. Um, yeah, I think it's a great idea and I have seen people do it. But for now, like I am just running with my Instagram page because I'm working to my strengths. I find that uh, Instagram's a lot easier for me to navigate and also easier for me to communicate to people. on. So that's what I've chosen to use at this point in time. And I think that actually covers pretty much all the questions. Oh, I think Pooven had something around like what kind of analytics are available and what types, what are typical metrics used to measure a podcast? So that's a good question. In terms of the analytics, I know at least from Anchor, the Anchor platform itself actually tells you um, a whole bunch of different metrics. So one is like how big your, how many plays your podcasters had, And then second is like they, I'm not really sure how they do this, but they estimate how big your audience is. Also tells you where people are listening, so which platform. So for me, a lot of people, like 87% of the people who listen to my podcast do so on Apple Podcast. Also tell you which country they come from, most from Australia for me. And then also what what age group that they are in. Um, I'm not really sure how they know that (laughs) through Anchor, but I'm sure there's other, other things that they know behind the scenes. Um and then the other thing, the only thing is with Anchor, it doesn't tell me how many people have subscribed to, for example, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, those kind of things. So those metrics would have been quite good to know. Um, I may eventually move away from Anchor and have other platforms so we can potentially we can revisit this at another point in time. But those are the different types of metrics that are available. And uh, obviously ratings as well as reviews as well, which is really helpful. So when I first um, started the podcast, what I'd heard from a lot of people was that it's really important that when you first start to kind of get up the rankings, it's to um, have people obviously listen to your podcast, but also rate and review. And so that's what I did ask my audience to do. I said very specifically, like, please help us like, um, get some traction on our podcast please rate and review our podcast which amazingly 21 people have done um, the rating and a handful of people have also left a review so i'm so thankful for that it means a lot and it's also really great to hear feedback kind of just on the side like dms here and there saying like oh you really enjoyed the podcast or enjoyed the style those kind of things are really important as well and i think that, Pooven, you asked about video live as well in the last, um, well, one of the questions that I mentioned in the last part. And I think in terms of, like, live podcasting, I think what you can do, there is a platform called Steam Yard. I think that's correct. Um, and that is a way in which people can, you can live record your podcast i guess and also as a video which you can then repurpose and use elsewhere and so i think that's kind of um as much as possible i think it's great to try to repurpose content like i said it's it's so that you can just create one piece of content and then you just chop and change however many ways and it means that it's just less time you don't have to sit down and make like one piece of content for linkedin or one piece of content for youtube or instagram all that kind of stuff that if you can use the same thing like over and over again, but just in different ways to tailor it to your audience, then that's the best way, I think, to make use of your time. Okay, so I think that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Please let me know if I have missed anything or if there's any other questions that you have by sending me a DM perhaps on my on the Instagram page, live life well underscore the podcast. And leave a review I would love to hear again your thoughts hopefully it was helpful that you've got some practical tips that you can take away and what I will do as well hopefully by the time this particular podcast goes out um, this podcast episode I will have a downloadable um, link that I will put onto the show notes and that might just give you a summary of the things that I've talked about um it'll probably mean that you need to put your email address in there and then you'll subscribe <laughs> all those kind of jazz jazzy things that happen but we'll work that out when that time comes um i think that this episode will probably get released um, at least in the same week as part one as well so yeah i hope you enjoyed it and i will see you in the next episode take care Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It was my joy and delight to bring it to you. And I do hope that you are excited as I am about this journey of discovering what it means to live life well. I would love to hear your feedback on the episode and what you're looking forward to. So please leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening to this podcast. I would also love to extend an invitation to join our Instagram community where you can get some behind the scenes of how we record this podcast have further opportunities to engage in the content we share and also meet like-minded individuals on their quest to live life well you can find and follow us on instagram with the handle live life well underscore the podcast and you can find what's happening with my small business over on instagram as well with the handle art.buy.aims. Thanks again for joining and see you in the next episode.